This episode of the TZR Podcast is brought to you by audibletrial.com slash TZR. Get over 150 million different books on audio on any device you want, whether it be your phone, your tablet. You can listen to it on the car, That's maybe on the books. toilet. It's a lot of books, right? Uh, oh, one yeah. of my favorites actually... Recommended to me by my favorite Toucan Bird. His name is Toucan Bird. He says, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief is one of the best books ever. And I think they made a movie about that, actually. There is a they movie. Did. They certainly did. Is that, is At least one. Yeah. There are two. There oh, are damn. two. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll be listening to that with my 30-day free trial. If you want to support this podcast and get your free 30-day free trial, free, free, free. <laughs> oh you can support this podcast by just typing in the URL, audio. Uh, audibletrial.com slash TZR. Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 100. Oh, my God. I am your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I am joined by Justin Ciao. What's up, Justin Skirbo? I'm also joined by Alex Shock. I've been waiting 99 episodes for this. You did it! You made it all the way to the end. I got it. Returning to the podcast is the very lovely Liz Lysui. Hello. What's happening, <laughs> everybody? Hello. Shut up. <laughs> Guys, we made it 100 episodes into this podcast. God damn. Yeah. That is quite a few episodes, man. And we Just to, a couple. We did them very spotily at the beginning, so yeah. it's been a long time we've been doing this. Yeah. We started in 2014, and we were just trying to get, like, we listened to podcasts, and we liked them, and we were like, hey, you want to try doing it? Okay, let's try it. Yeah. I could do that. I think the first, (laughs) what was the first one? (laughs) Talk about video games. It was, like, at your mom's house in the kitchen. I feel like we set that up. Or was it downstairs? No, there was was a couple different versions of it. Yeah. Um, Before all of our listeners, we (laughs) we have a very wonderful episode of the TZR podcast coming up for you. We're going to be talking about some news. We're going to be talking about some controversy. Uh, We're also going to be talking about kind of the history of this podcast. There will be laughs. There will be tears. It'll mainly yes. be Justin crying. When nobody yeah. after I say that, I mean, maybe you guys were expecting more to come. Yeah, but yeah, we were expecting kind of for somebody else to, to like take that, but nobody else did. Yeah, no, we thought you had it. Yeah. we didn't realize we you had dropped it. it. Know that but, it never happened. but and we will also be closing out the podcast with a pretty sweet. Uh, new game. We're going to play some uh, pretty generalized video game trivia Jeopardy style. So this will be pretty exciting. Wait, are we actually like Sweet. saying the co- like? No, no, we'll uh, just go to like trivia. Okay. But before we start, let's uh, let's just take a moment to get, to like reminisce for a second, guys. A hundred episodes. My goodness, that's yeah. so many episodes. Yeah, it, yeah. it seriously like this podcast has taken on so many forms. And if you listen to our first couple podcasts, they are bad. <laughs> um, the very first few, I mean, not all of them. Some of them were really good. That like I remember the first few was in the era of when Pokemon played. No, Twitch plays Pokemon. I remember that's uh, like when that, that was all, like one of the first episodes. Yeah, it was, was one it of the really very first mm-hmm. ones? And that was were, awesome. That was fucking amazing. That was a great episode. Yeah, I thought it was like was a, great. well. Just Twitch plays Pokemon was awesome. I was yeah. like hooked on that. That was really yeah. cool. Until it got bad. No, well, the first thing was good. Like, well, yeah. then they started doing like all these other games and yeah. stuff. Like, fish plays Pokemon. Yeah, that was and fun. But I, to fish swim around and yeah. try to play Pokemon. But I do remember. Uh, I do remember all of these different stages that we took. I mean, Alex, you were spot on with it. Where I'm pretty sure one of the first episodes was like on the kitchen table at my mom's house <laughs> on like this yeah. really trash uh, snowball mic between yeah. like <laughs> six people because we didn't know what the correct number of podcasters was. Justin, take out the garbage. That literally <laughs> happened. That was actually the thing that. 
yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, That's man. hilarious. But that was fun. Like, it's so funny because if you actually track our podcast history back, like, you guys know that we post everything on SoundCloud now. Um, yeah. That's kind of, like, where everything comes from, and then it distributes out to mm-hmm. iTunes and everything else. But if you go as far back as you possibly can on SoundCloud, <laughs> it doesn't even reach... Um, like you, all of the episodes aren't on there and it's because we used to post on like all these random websites like um DeviantArt no we definitely didn't post on <laughs> DeviantArt Newgrounds um Newgrounds <laughs> I still go there once again they have cool stuff let it's me see I, YouTube now, I think we only have like maybe from episode like 20 or something up which is kind of ridiculous um are those like lost episodes before that they, I think there are at least five episodes that are completely lost forever. we don't have them anywhere I, I gotta think be on some, your computer somewhere maybe but it would be an absolute nightmare to try to find them that's kind of sad it uh, kind of until we find them I mean, and maybe it's, like, it's wow. best that they stay buried did, they well, that, that's the thing. Some, some of the old ones are very bad. Yeah. Did we have them on the website in the early in the early years? I don't think all? so. Yeah. I think we were only posting them on like yeah, Facebook no. and stuff. Wow. Yeah. So if we yeah. go as far back into the podcast as we possibly can on SoundCloud, it only gets us to episode seventeen. Jeez. Now I believe there are at least two episodes unlisted on our YouTube channel, and then the rest I think were on a service called Podom- Podomatic. I think is what we first used. Jesus. No idea. Yeah. Who was on that 17th podcast? Oh, it doesn't even say. <laughs> oh, man. How unprofessional. It, yeah, yeah, we, were, we were bad what back then. amateurs. Oh, my gosh. I bet you <laughs> didn't even have a cool cover. Yeah, no, not at all. But, dude, like, it's it's just been a cool journey, man. It's, like, been over two-plus years of, of doing podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And I think we've learned a lot since then. No, no, no. More than, more than two years. It's been... We started in... 2014 so it's been at least three yeah yeah that's and true what have we experienced so far in those three years well I mean, i've only been here a for like of... nine months probably that's true so you've been here for like since uh i would say like sometime like somewhere in the middle right like 50 you came on when we started making this like a, a serious like yeah. every week kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. well who are our older guests like i'm trying to think of like the progression i think at first it was just me you and alex and then i think we rolled in yeah, and pots and jamal yeah. and callum was on the yeah. initial yeah, ones yeah. um for all those listening right now those were uh <clears throat> those those are and still still are writers uh yeah, some with us some not with us but they're still alive I- <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have us. since passed not with us on to other places yeah, we've, still got- <laughs> no. we've got some cool videos with those people actually like if you go if you go into our youtube channel um and and go all the way back to like the first few episodes that we posted you'll see videos with uh yeah. like callum and uh and jamal and all them the graphics were terrible back then oh uh, we yeah our i think <laughs> our editing got much better why so just keep advertising all of these off-screen, man. Off-screen was still like my favorite thing that we did so far that was a bitch to edit but it was super fun what was off screen oh yeah yeah that was that was fun it was a lot of work but i enjoyed making that um but yeah, man, the podcast has gone through so many different forms. Like, we've had so many guests. Remember when we would, we would host them at, like, PAX and stuff? Hmm. Ugh. Reminisce. Yeah. They're good times. Cool times. Lived through a lot of cool stuff. I would yeah, say, though, that episodes. It's just... in those past, like, in the past two years, I feel like, I don't know, maybe three years, like, gaming has, like, exponentially gotten better Bigger. but weirder i would say know? better and, and significantly more complicated for yeah, sure right. there's just so much stuff that's like incorporated into games nowadays versus like back in the day when there was you know when halo just came out or there was like just normal platforming but then yeah we destiny first came out that's when that was the first episode of off screen right yep destiny yep. came out og destiny yeah um yeah man. 
It's crazy. Now there's microtransactions and all this fucking shit. Oh my gosh, so much drama. And we will be talking about all of that. But let's, why don't we start this podcast off with something that we've always kept constant, which is, you know, what have you guys, uh, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> what have you guys played uh, yeah, this week? What's, uh, what's, what's, what's new and cool? What is new and cool? What's new and cool? Me, I'll ta- I'll- ask me. Oh, okay. Have you been <laughs> yes, Liz, what have you been playing? Um, well, I did... Get Destiny on nice. the advice yeah. of all of you. Okay. I got cool. Destiny too. Cool. I joined your clan. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, clan. My Everyone's clan. clan. I joined the TZR clan. Nice. Yeah. You should join our clan at TZR. Find us. I'm Zero Scarbo or Chowda421. Close. Gotcha. 61. Okay. Anyway, so you're playing My Destiny. birthday. <laughs> yes, but yesterday I also picked up uh, Shadow of Wardor. Oh, yeah? Shadow that. of Wardor. <laughs> Apparently it's getting reviewed pretty <laughs> yeah. well. It's getting really, really good reviews, isn't it? Yeah. Like, surprisingly, with all the crazy controversy that's going on between the microtransaction and the bullshit. That's, like, the kind of I mean, funny thing, not, right? I, I don't know if that matters. I don't care. Yeah. There's not really any microtransactions that I've encountered yet, but... Mm. Always those games that have controversies surrounding them, they always sell really well. Like, Battlefront. Yeah. Everyone's going nuts about that, and then it's just, it sold really well. Well, here's the thing, like, yeah. I mean... The the marketing campaign behind something like this is like ridiculous. So yeah. I'd imagine that like, it, uh, so Shadow of War has an eighty four on Metacritic right now, just as a frame of reference. That's good. Yeah, I saw yeah. it at New York Comic Con. I was like, oh man, they have Shadow of War. I should go play it. Mm. And then uh, whoever I was with was like, isn't it coming out like next week? And I'm like, yeah. Why are all these people waiting like an hour and like, <laughs> <laughs> a week? What's going on? Sometimes they have games that have already come out, and there's like a line. Yeah, and there's still like, such a line for them. That's like, crazy. Who cares? Just go buy it. Just I am really a demo. So have you, how much have you played? Um, I mean, I've played a couple hours. I haven't, like, dived in really enough. Like, I played a couple hours, and I still feel like I've barely scratched the surface. I really like, want to play it. There's clearly going to be a lot to this game. Yeah. And, like, mm. it was sort of when, like, I saw the map for the first time, and, like, it said, like, oh, you're in this city. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, all right, zoom. And it, like, zooms all the way out. And they're like, here's the rest of the map. I was like, mm. oh, crap. Yeah, it was like yeah. the first time I saw the whole map in Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, Ugh. that's how much I've traveled and that's how much there's more left. That's a good oh, feeling, though. Sometimes you're like, damn, this place is huge. I'm going to have a lot of fun here. I feel like I'm, yeah. gonna get a lot of, I'm getting a lot of bang for my buck. My playground. Oh. But anyway, I mean, it's, 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 so far, it's pretty much just the first game. Um, they've made some improvements. The, like, I actually played the first one recently because I was too anxious for this one to come out. Yeah, yeah. So I started playing the first one. Um, and it's definitely, like, technically, they've made a lot of improvements. Like, I can just tell it feels better. The combat and everything is, is much, like, tighter and, um, and it looks incredible, you know, just watching it. And I you have a 4K TV. I do, and I have oh, a PS4 yeah, Pro, right. so, <laughs> so it what, looks I, insane. Oh I, I just started 4K gaming. It's pretty fucking crazy. Pretty I don't have a PS4 Pro yet, but like, it's so. I, it's, would it's we be so saying nice that originally when we were like Xbox One X? What's the point? Graphics? Who cares? <laughs> do you care now? Uh, I don't know. I I don't have a PS4 Pro yet, but like. I would like to see what it would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although it's weird. Like, man, I'll get into my TV issues a little bit later, but uh, 4K gaming is very complicated. There's a lot of weird. I'm not going to talk about this right now. That goes on. All right, let's go to it. Okay. But anyway, it's it's very good. As far as as much as I've played, it's very similar to the first one. Yeah. um, Except it's, you know, technically better Mm -hmm. um, and it looks better. Uh, 
And of course, with any game that requires any climbing whatsoever, they've made a faster way to climb in the second game. So nice. it's a, a way to jump up faster. And so they've done like a couple mm. like smaller things like that where um, it just like it, it it wasn't technically like a problem in the first game, but it yeah, just makes yeah. it like a little bit easier to play. Do I need quality to of play? life? Quality of life. Do I need to play there. the first one to play this one? Because I've been looking at like so we just yeah. up, uh, upgraded uh, not upgraded updated some of our upcoming tabs for like what's coming next, and I started mm-hmm. looking at a lot of these screenshots of Shadow of War, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, Shadow of War, War, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, I just War. said Wardor because I was being a jerk, but <laughs> it's Shadow of War. All I'm saying is the game looks fucking dope. It looks really yeah. good, and I started watching some of the trailers for it, and it looks really good the first, the first one was great i, I mean, loved the first it one. had a, a surprisingly good story yeah for that the kind of game that Nothing it is really here's the thing to, i just super really, it, did not care about the story i like the, the story like, and until i replayed it i had no idea what it, the first it does was tell about. a nice little like parallel story to that that kind of works within the lord of the rings universe right. yeah so it's 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 a little I think more story heavy at least I, you know but a lot of what I've played so far has been yeah. campaign just to sort of try and progress and, and see the world a little more. Yoda. Um, <laughs> but it seems more story focused I think probably because uh, it, the, like you know the first one you say had a nice story I didn't really notice mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were like sort of in it more for the mechanics. Oh yeah for sure. sure and yeah. then I think now they're trying to this, incorporate you It's know, what I always more. wanted from an Assassin's Creed like yeah. that's it what people take it, said. It doesn't take itself too seriously it's yeah. just yeah. this like brutal teleporting yeah. like awesome nemesis system which is just ridiculous. Yeah. The nemesis system seems pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I haven't noticed they, any. I know they do a couple new things. things. I know that they're yeah coming later but, in the uh, game but yeah. to start off with it's uh, it's definitely like it's definitely like it's exactly what a sequel is like it's just an expansion right. of the first game yeah. like you know any more of the same and doing most more, of those things better yeah doing everything they did the first time better and then also like it's just bigger like the world is bigger you know the skill tree is bigger there's sure. you know more aspects to the to the nemesis system yeah sure sure there, there's more controls there's more mechanics it's, yeah and there's definitely a hefty amount of controversy that's been brought along with this game. I that, to, that that we'll true. talk about, okay. I think, once later. we get into our uh, you know main topic of yeah. the podcast. But to your point, Justin, if you are Chow, I if the, playing the first one is going to stop you from playing the second one, I would say you do not need to play the okay. first one. Well, it's it's that's what like stopped me from playing Witcher Three because it was like <gasps> the first. I haven't even played Mass Effect, uh, Mass, Mass Effect yet. Is uh, as well, only because it's like I feel like I need to play the first few. PSA: If you no, want to play that... Mass Effect Andromeda, it's literally eleven dollars on Amazon right now, which is Damn. kind of hilarious. Is that also a well... score on Metacritic. That was a pretty sick. Um, that was pretty good. But well, yeah, it's I, I think that like most honestly, most people that played the first game, yeah, like I was going to pick this game up with no recollection of what the first story was. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I really, I don't think it's important. Yeah. I mean, I do want to feel those. The, I want to feel those mechanics, man. No, I mean, I just heard really good things about the combat system and the mechanics of the game. So I felt and the, the combat system, system is just exactly the Arkham games. Um, okay. They changed it only. They changed uh, like one command they changed one button in the new game <laughs> they changed right. it instead of stunning yeah. people um you used to be able to like stun them and you do like a hundred you know small attacks and now yeah, it yeah. just stuns them and does nothing cool so that was a little upsetting but other than that that's my only that's my only real complaint so far so yeah. i really yeah. i really like that old mechanic they took away okay i mean quick aside really quickly so going moving away from uh, shadow of mordor we do have somebody in chat that's asking us whether or not we're hyped for evil within two 
the trailer did look pretty dope but i, I see here's the thing like i i played I evil within one a lot like I, I i think i can safely say that i'm like the resident horror guy yeah mm-hmm. i like so I, maybe maybe shane as well yeah, yeah no shane like for too. sure because i just shane, shane like specifically next... told me it was like listen evil within is coming out and i want to review it. yeah like, no he, <laughs> he's he's very excited for that game and, and had a really strong uh strong feelings about the first game i played the first game in the like basically in the context that i thought it was going to be like a resident evil 4 because every fucking trailer for it looked like resident evil 4 um really didn't take to it very much it was like not it was it wasn't a coherent storyline there wasn't really like a consistent theme through the game the combat was like just okay like it just wasn't super awesome but it was good enough where like i would be interested in playing the second one Mm -hmm. my problem now is like there are just far too many games like out currently and that are coming out that yep. overshadow it you yeah. know what i mean like this game Mario literally Odyssey. comes out in two days like like it comes out in two days yeah. by the way what's up with games coming out on fridays now this is yeah. Yeah. not about that life yeah right like i need my my tuesday you know what i mean yeah um except what for nintendo games that? except for nintendo games nintendo started the trend they always release their games on fridays period no matter what I mean, I always, you would feel like if you were to release a game, Friday would be the time, right? Because then people are coming home from work. Having for the school. weekend. Yeah. yeah, right. And they're yeah, like yeah. ready to jump in. Why there, Tuesday? There must be a games reason. Games have always been Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, though. All right. It's this always that thing that like I'll, I'll music is a certain day and games are a certain day and movies are Friday. We will, we will look out for uh, Justin's answer for that for next week. But yeah, as far as... Uh, yeah, if anybody Evil in chat two, knows about why games come out on Tuesdays, let me know or let us know. Okay. So uh, Yoda, our friend in the chat, says, "Here's the thing: Evil Within Two definitely seems more scary than uh, Evil Within One. Uh, I feel like the entire series is a return to horror games form. I would say, yeah. The only problem with, I, I think, the reason why it never jived with me specifically." is because there's like the story in the first game is totally incoherent like just to give you guys some background it's like you go through an area like a scary village or something and then at the end of it you kind of have this weird like psychotic breakdown and then you just wake up somewhere else so it's like you're in this village and then you just pass out and then wake up and you're like in this crazy asylum and then you pass out and then you wake up and Mm. now you're in a prison and it's just like it's it's just like different venues for scary things to happen without really a, a coherent train of logic between them so it was just like like it, it kind of threw me out of it and what horror games did for me in the past like stuff like resident evil or silent hill yeah. is more like you know characters that i could follow a persistent evil thing that i'm chasing yeah. like you know and having... the world is still like together it's pieced together you can't and, and evil within could you jump back into like the town no it was, it, it, was a, it was extremely level based there was no there was no like complete worlds to it it was like you play through a section and then once that section's done it's gone yeah you know okay Justin, what have you been playing lately? So, uh, recently it was Destiny 2, but what's taken me away from Destiny 2 has been two games. One, online with friends. Guild Wars 2 came out with their new expansion, Path of Fire, and they added mounts, which is crazy. I'm not sure. Nobody here has played, except for you, Alex, I think, who's played Guild Wars 2. But one of the best things I would say about Guild Wars 2 was the feeling you get between the characters, just moving different directions or like getting your character to one spot to the next. There's a lot of like what's it called like actual active fighting in guild wars 2 dude uh so Spookmaster yoda <clears throat> one of the uh people who are live right now with us on uh, discord.gg slash tzr uh yeah man i'm telling you guild wars 2 fucking 
bomb right now like beforehand like the last um, the last update was great because they imp- uh, implemented gliding which meant that you can traverse a lot of area very easily by just jumping off something really high and it felt great oh, is that how gliding works yes oh. but just in case you didn't know that but again what guild wars 2 does so well is like the feeling behind like attacks and your movement is something that you never get in mmos final fantasy fi- uh, 14 the movement is just like as you're changing directions your character just snaps in that direction right but in guild wars 2 you have to worry about like the the uh, which it the momentum behind the uh, the movements and when you have a mount now you have momentum it feels so good you get a bunch of different mounts there's like the raptors there's like this giant stingray that goes over water really fast or sands uh, they have a giant bunny that gets you like way higher than you need to be. I'm sure they didn't even test all of the locations. You can break through maps like crazy with some of the mounts. So I've heard. That's kind of cool. Um, there's a griffin that lets you like swoop down, like you know the Mario uh, in Mario World where you're like you know, with the fl- with the uh, cape with, with the cape and you mm-hmm. dive bomb down just yeah, to bounce duck up. dives. The griffin does that and it does it so fast. I had a friend join me in game with her griffin and she was just swirling around my map. I just saw a blue dot move way too fast around the map and I was like, "Where the fuck?" That's is-? awesome. It's crazy. It, they added a lot of really good stuff in this new expansion. Nice. Um so I've been diving into that and getting all enamored by the Guild Wars 2 world again. Cool. Um and then there's also uh my other side game my sister's game uh (laughs) darkest dungeon which justin you've been telling me about for so long last night i played it till four in the morning and actually had nightmares that's how much of a wuss i am because that game's not scary it's not scary i mean it's like it's freaky yeah it definitely messes with you yeah it's meant to be kind of like mentally yeah i wouldn't say it's like boo ah it's kind of scary it's more like (laughs) it's more like it's more like unnerving you know what yeah. i mean like it, it makes you feel like scared and uncomfortable for like your situation yeah. i mean your favorite characters are like going insane in front of you in the dark yeah. with yeah. all these monsters around you yeah sometimes i'm like sometimes one of my characters just gets inundated with the insanity meter way too soon and goes insane too fast and i'm like shut the fuck up you little bitch you're gonna be fine <laughs> and that person dies and i'm like better off without him keep going <laughs> That's anyway, that's the that's the dialogue that's happening with me in that game right now. Yeah. Um, but going back to Guild Wars, yeah, the good thing about this MMO that's different from all the other MMOs is that you're not just cycling through okay. loads of different skills that you've earned over the course of hundreds of hours. And this one is not the clicking simulator. Thanks, Yoda. It's not the clicking simulator of like yesteryear's MMOs. It's all about like precision timing, using skills at the right time, using right. attacks at the right time, blinding the foe or b- blinding a boss at the right time so the next attack doesn't hurt you or disrupting or crowd controlling. It's really what always active. Bo- what always bothered me about that is I would try to do the standard like I had a healer in the back and yeah. you'd, like you'd be hanging out and you could do like Trinity system doesn't work in Guild Wars. It doesn't It's not a thing really. In Guild Wars? In Guild Wars too, yeah. Yeah. I mean in uh but in Darkest Dungeon oh you're talking okay yeah that, that's what i would do yeah and i would try that and he had like healing it's like one to 20 and i'm like man i could heal all my guys to 20 like this is perfect and he and my guys are about to die and he does the healing it's oh like yeah one to everyone yeah and then he goes insane that's yeah like, and you're like well that was this great sucks. yeah <laughs> goodbye the cool game though Load really save. really cool game yeah I feel like they must have changed so much. Like, the last time I played it was, uh, like, when it was in early access. Yeah. So, I feel like half the classes and stuff that they added to it, I'm not even, like, aware of. You can also get new classes. There's a bunch of mods, one of which takes all of the takes all of the shirts off of your characters. That would be the first <laughs> one you like. You're so like, hesitant I want to just I want to talk can I Bob just I'm not I'm, sure I'm if gonna I say it, it. <laughs> I'm looking through mods like crazy <laughs> just like oh mods like, shirts off yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and eat naked mods, yeah. please. <laughs> I'm surprised that that was on Steam. I'm, I'm saying. For anyone who hasn't played this game, it's all dudes. Just so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <they're> <laughs> Alex, why don't you tell me about what you've been playing, man? So why can't we talk more about naked mods? Yeah. <laughs> This will be this will be pretty pretty quick. Um, so Destiny, I've still been, yeah, I've still been doing Destiny. Um, you know, we jump on and do uh, Chow and I or uh, your brothers or Frank comes on and we'll do the the Nightfall every week or you know just poke around and yeah. I think event- actually just jump in. I am yep. raid prepared now. Okay, I played with Callum a lot th- this week. PS4, like, yeah. I okay. played with Callum a yes. lot. You played with him before? No, I know, but he uh, Scribble's been off for a while. Yeah, no, I haven't been on for a long Scribble. time. But then I talked to I talked to Callum, and he was yes. like, "Yo, like, let's just fucking do this. I'll get you raid ready." And I'm Dave, totally Scribble, raid ready. Liz, if you're high enough, I'm not high enough. Man. Forget you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's, me, that's the you, last, me, yeah. you, Chow, Frank, yep, Callum. Yeah, uh, and my buddy Rich, who who was like the first one of us that was ready. Yeah, because now you're leaving Dave behind. I, I, oh, Dave! Oh, <laughs> Dave. Well, we need Dave. Six. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still love the game. You know, just kind of random things to do. You know, we'll go back yeah. and do the Nightfall, and it's awesome, and uh, it's just fun coordinating that. I have a question: Is that are you feeling that too? I wasn't sure if I should bring that up, but like after I finished and I loved all of the adventures and I loved all of the quests that they put you on. It was fun. Like I liked that little like bits of story. It was like you get to re-engage after the actual story with a lot of the characters that I loved in that game. They did a good job with the characters. Um, but after I did all of that stuff, it's like, okay, so now I'm like kind of uh, strung together with the idea of when my friends are on, I could do a strike. Or yeah. if I have enough friends, yeah. I could do a raid. Or yeah. if I wanted to do PvP and do Crucible, I could do Crucible whenever I want. But other than that, it's like, is there is there anything Like, why else? bother? Well, yeah. the whole thing with Destiny is that it it's supposed to last for a long time. Yeah. Like, it'll have a long lifespan. And yeah. what's going to happen is that <laughs> the expansion is going to come out. And it'll probably raise the maximum level mm-hmm. and just add a whole bunch is of that, new stuff. Is that already coming out soon? I think it's, yeah. I think it's scheduled in the first next couple months. Oh, okay. Um. What, like, what's like a suppose. what light level do you need to be at to do the raids? What what light level do you need to be at? You need to do six people two, and you need to be at two You need to be at two sixty. Two sixty is the absolute minimum, but you're probably not going to be ready for that. They want you to be around like two seventy, two eighty. Yeah. Two eighty is like definitely like ready. Two seventy is like you'll you'll get through it, and two sixty is like your team will most likely be carrying yeah. you. Like. Yeah, I mean, there, there are I'm a lot like of... 240 something right now. So I got yeah, some, so I got some t- time to go. <laughs> we will talk after this podcast because like when I worked with Calum, he basically gave me like the exact method of like seriously accelerating your yeah. level like post main game. Okay. So like we'll, we'll talk after this. Interesting. Teach me. <laughs> and there are a lot of yeah. PVP stuff. There's yeah. a lot of PVP stuff that we haven't done like Trials in the Nine, the Iron Banner. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we could still do yeah, that. Iron, yeah. Iron Banner like but just happened now. There will be a lot more content coming out. So yeah. it's one of those things where you'll come back to it yeah. and everything will be just a little bit better than I before. Figured as yeah. much. I yeah. figured as yeah. much. I mean so, I, I had a re- like the difference between yeah. Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 for me is that I enjoyed that beginning part you know and destiny one i think i enjoyed it too but not to the level i'm enjoying destiny two right now you know yeah yeah and because of that i'm like 
yeah when you hit me up or somebody else hits me up to like go on i'm like yeah i'm down you know otherwise i'm just well, fucking around doing my own thing see well that's yeah. what it is like I, most i've of, never played alone most of my time it's like i i fi- have like 20 different games that i could be playing yeah but like when callum was like yo i just have i'm gonna be home like all day sunday like do you want to do you want to play this game and i was like i have very limited time but when i jump on i'll play and the second i texted him he was like fuck yeah let's do this and i was like this is great. Like, I literally just jumped in and had a really, like, awesome time. And what the best part is, I mean, you love the game. You both do. The best part about Destiny is the raid. Like, yeah. it's the best part. That's I'm, what I feel like really, it is. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. That. I've heard in comparison to the Destiny 1 raids, yep. this one comes in at okay to just okay. Like, apparently the, the last two in destiny one were apparently like really like clever with mechanics and like how you operated them and stuff this one they say is like if you've ever played an mmo raid ever expect more of the same in this that's okay. what that's what i, I mean heard. i like I, mmo raids so well no cool. me me too and i'm not i'm not trying to knock it for that but like i know you've played a lot of destiny one yeah. so like did you notice that much of a disparity like within the different raids did you raid uh, destiny one yeah i did two or three of them yeah uh different ones okay and they were not your typical like mmorpg raids because you think like you think regular mmo raid is like uh everybody burned down this thing oh wait now we have to kill the ads before we kill the thing and then it's like oh wait there's a certain section that you have to stand in so you don't die and then like shit like that it is similar um but it's not like exactly the same and in first person yeah i was about to say first person is definitely what changes have you guys heard anything about the raids well like i said i've just heard that it is it is good to like okay i've had them explain to me and they seem super complicated but they, i also did not play the they require session. a lot of coordination have you ever played like, an mmo before not really that's probably why it seems complicated yeah so i have <laughs> no re- frame of reference the, the thing okay. with MMO- it seems very complicated but i have no frame of reference the thing with all. mmos like guild wars a lot of the game itself uses some of those raid tactics like a lot of the levels you have to kill this thing and then yeah. you the boss is just a bullet sponge yeah. and then you do this thing and then well, you get to the next part but a, a lot of the game mechanics not, are yeah there already when you do the raid but yeah. like destiny is a first person shooter yeah. and then it goes into this completely different kind of game mode which i think is pretty cool yeah for sure it just yeah. totally switches it up speaking of bosses can i tell you guys what i've been playing what have you been playing justin can you pass me a beverage please yeah sure thank you very much um i have been playing a lot of cuphead oh, and yeah. let me tell you guys Cuphead is, is awesome. Hard. Really? It is <laughs> so fun. That's like, really cool. And what, I'll tell you what, like, this is, I is hope, it ragingly impossible? I hope Ali listens to this podcast tomorrow, because, like, when we first started playing, I knew it was going to be really hard. I mm. knew it was going to be hard. And Ali and I play a lot of games together. We play Mario Kart and stuff, but uh, I'm not calling it Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I play a lot of games with Ali, usually, like, lower impact stuff like Mario Kart or whatever, and I pitched this game to her as, like, why don't we try this co-op? Why, why don't we just try it together? And she was like, eh, all right. And, like, she's really fucking good at this game. Like, it blew <laughs> me. Platform, she man. would be she's good at this really game, though. That doesn't I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's, like, but it, I'll tell you what, like, the, the point that I'm getting at is, yeah. I am so grateful to have a player, too, because this game would be fucking impossible Does solo. it scale? does it scale possibly but just just what playing multiplayer allows you to do changes the game so fundamentally by by reviving yourself yeah because you can res your your teammates after they die because so 
the the simplest mechanics of the game is obviously jumping, shooting, and dashing, right? But then they <laughs> added a uh, they added a parry mechanic where if anything on the screen is pink, you can like jump and then hit jump again on it to parry it, okay. which builds meter and eliminates that projectile from the screen or whatever. But when your but when your partner dies, they turn into a ghost and start to float away. But if your partner jumps up and parries your ghost, you come back to life. <laughs> That's awesome. Only yeah. with one health, but like. That's so important. Like we have only beaten the bosses because we've been able to res each other and stuff. Um, But overall, the game's like really, really great. Like it's what I'm super happy about is the game is so much more than just like like it's more than just being like shallowly good looking right you know what i mean because it it's beautiful it's a oh really attractive watching game. it is yeah it's a- so like satisfying to watch yeah no it really is and it's like everything is so like methodically like put together and stuff but like wh- when i was actually getting into it and like learning the bosses and stuff it was a really sort of like rewarding progression of like wow there's like a lot of thought put into this game and like they really really like went above and beyond to make these bosses like interesting and How different many bosses and stuff have you gone We've gone through four so far. From what I understand, there are 17 bosses in the wow. game and five run-and-gun sections. How, uh, how long did it take you to get through four? Not, not super long. Yeah. It may be, we probably restart each boss like maybe five or six times. And each time we're getting progressively further in it. Yeah. Um, but it's like learning the new form and figuring out what they do. It's like a Mega Man boss or like a Dark... Or not to make the Dark Souls comparison, but it's <laughs> it's like Dark Souls in the well, sense where like you'll fight a boss and you know you're going into a boss fight. Like you're gonna die because it's like... You have to do it you need to You need to figure out what the boss is capable of before you can like effectively deal with it. That kind of makes a few of them worse about the game Jotun that I was playing before because that's essentially uh it's sort of, there's a lot of parallels where it's mainly about boss fights but there's these sections beforehand yeah but that game had like six bosses you know and yeah. that was like the whole thing with that game and yeah. there's 17 in cuphead that's what i'm saying there's, that's pretty there's cool 17 in cuphead and all of them have like multiple phases the boss that we're on right now is this like airplane boss there are literally six phases to this boss before like Jesus. totally different ways that you interact with this boss is it can you explain the gameplay to me a little bit sure it's like i've so, seen it but i don't I don't really. So know when the it. game starts, you are you're in a top down overworld. Okay, but you're not actually playing the game. You are just walking between areas and then selecting a level. <laughs> and there are two types of levels: it's either a boss fight or run and, and run. gun. Okay, yeah. um, and then okay. it transforms from top down into whatever the gameplay is. Yeah, and essentially what you're trying to do is. Uh, Cuphead and Mugman. That's the yeah. player two. Two players. Uh, Do you play as Cuphead or Mugman? I play as Cuphead. Ali is Mugman. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> essentially, they uh, they are obsessed with gambling, and they are at this. They are at the Devil's Casino, and they are gambling so much that they start to get on a winning streak. And the Devil says, "Hey, man, if you win the next dice roll, you can have all the money in this casino. But if you lose, I'm taking your soul." And they're like, "Okay," and they do it, and they obviously lose their souls. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh, there's got to be." A way that you can you know that we don't have to lose our souls and they're like okay you have to go collect uh the soul contracts from all of these other people that owe me money and those are the bosses that you're fighting you're cool. essentially like coaxing them into like that's interesting giving their souls of, back when i yeah. think of those uh what do they call it what kind of cartoon style is that called rubber hose i think it's called yeah rubber yeah. hose style like whenever i think of that i think of it's because like they used 1930s. to do this all the time in like the old yeah. old looney tunes with like there's always like a devil that pops up as like oh yeah the, yeah there like, is you know what I'm talking oh, about? So like, they, they hit that he has like this genre. huge mouth and so, he smiles right. and, yeah, well, yeah <laughs> you, so perfect. you see yeah. that stuff like all throughout it like one of the bosses like the boss that we're on right now is this like airplane boss um 
and it is turns it in it turns Berg? it's from like a girl face that sort of looks like Betty Boop, and then that transforms into like a bull that's like you know when you think of Looney Tunes whenever there's a bull in that it looks exactly yeah. like that bull oh, like wow. almost exactly you that's know funny. it's uh yeah Zeppelin that's exactly right Toucan um yeah it's it's a it's a really dope game I'm really enjoying that we're gonna have to stream that yeah well so oh, I was actually yeah. about to ask you after this podcast this weekend maybe maybe we'll talk all right yeah that's a cool game um so i'm playing that uh i beat metroid which was very good yeah very very good like really enjoyed the end of that i really hope uh whoever won that on last week's podcast uh is is, is also enjoying that yeah we will be giving away another game this week uh a steam game uh i will not say which until we get there but uh yeah so metroid cuphead destiny marvel versus capcom right nes uh SNES classic, classic. so games. Final Fantasy 3 I'm about like I'm guaranteed halfway through that game at this point yeah. guaranteed guaranteed um, and are you playing uh, Star Fox 2 yet? no uh, so I'm For beating I haven't even had an inkling to play that game well that's what it is really did you game. get did yeah. who it's right there who, yeah. my thing my thing now is I'm like it's a tiny I'm playing through every Actually, game on it that one, so I'm trying to one. beat every <laughs> single game on the SNES Classic. So we already beat Super Mario World, Mega Man X, and now we're playing Final Fantasy III. Nice. So we're getting there. Uh, Final Fantasy III I expect to be done pretty soon. Although tomorrow I'm streaming with POTS, and I think we're going to play some uh, Kirby's Dream Course. So nice. that'll Ooh. be fun. Um, anywho, guys. Anywho. We are a good ways into this podcast. What do you say What do you say we just jump into our uh, our main topic yeah, this week? Yeah, let's do it. So this is easily the most uh, main topic of the week. Um, <laughs> you didn't do the thing. <laughs> so this is easily the most talked about thing, obviously over the course of the last few weeks, but it's uh, about this microtransaction deal. And I think mm. today it kind of came to a head with uh, a statement from the ESRB basically uh, saying that they believe that loot boxes are not considered gambling right um i kind of wanted to to sound off with you guys and see how you feel about microtransactions and games whether or not you think that it is like a form of gambling or why there's even a a controversy about these things to start can i start yeah, I yeah. love microtransactions. Personally. So, uh, <laughs> if a game doesn't have microtransactions, I typically opt out. Um, no, but it's funny when you when we talk about this because it's like when I was reading up on the subject, all, all I could think about was you're spending money and there's a chance, right? Those two things go hand in hand, therefore it's gambling. Totally. Right? And that's kind of like where I was still at until Alex actually started talking. And so that's where I'm just going to leave my my point is that I thought that and now I might have think I might think differently only because you made a really good comparison with uh, booster packs. Well, that, yeah, and that's what um, that was. That's what was talked about in the article. Yeah, um, that it's it's more about like you're you're always getting something. You're never putting money in and losing money you know yeah. you're always going to get something for your, for that return yeah um and it might suck you know but i mean you could say in gambling if i'm playing roulette i'm getting the experience of possibly losing and <laughs> my money i mean that's, that is that's how they justify so online much. gambling or something it's like yeah. you're paying for to play that game you're not paying because you're gambling well well here's what i would say i, I think <laughs> a sure good, that works i think a good place to start this conversation is why do you think people are pissed off about microtransactions to begin with I, I think that, that people are just attacking this because they don't like microtransactions. Well, but but why don't they like them? I I think there's I think there's two reasons for this. One is 
it, it's purposefully boxing out portions of the game that technically you should have access to having bought the game. So th- I think this is specifically in the case in like yes, $60 games, But why should games, you have right? access to them? Well, wait, hold well, on. Well, I'm, so I'm saying that, something, something in the context. Something that you could have access to. Yeah, yeah. That's not so, you should have access so it's, to it. So it's partly that, but I think I think the, the more direct reasoning for this, and this is probably something that people are conscious of but nobody's really saying it is that like i think a lot of people don't like the idea that people can give themselves an unfair advantage to progress it well, obviously it, it cheapens every, yeah. the value of I the game so is you know definitely I mean? a problem. every game sets yeah. themselves not apart necessarily but they try their best to never incorporate the pay to win model I, like yeah mm. right right yeah no I, right. they and they do really what i think what this conversation comes down to um, you know, I mean, Dave, you're sort of touching on this, um, where you don't have to pay $60 up front to buy the booster pack, but I think people are just mad, honestly. Like, we're seeing microtransactions in mobile games back in the day, sure. and they're slowly... That made sense because they're free. Oh, oh, they're slowly making their way into AAA titles, right. and people just hate it. People don't want to pay $60 on that game, and then go and then see that there are more transactions to make in the game you know it makes yeah. it feel like they're trying to just nickel and dime you right well i feel it like it, it's, it's them like flexing what the understood cost of a game is you but know wait, what i mean can i like yeah but like or you could people i think are thinking about it like you have these and you're just refusing to give it to us but it's i don't think that that's all true i think a lot of it's like be if you give us more money we can develop like more things for you but we can't give them to you for free or do you think it's more like you get to if you pay this you get to do this right well that's like i pay this in order to unlock something that i already had well see i think i think yeah, there's like, like there's, i think that's like, how I, it depends on the genre of of microtransaction or loot box or whatever that we're talking about if we're specifically talking about loot boxes nine times out of ten they, they come in two forms which is either something cosmetic like what right, we see right. in overwatch mm-hmm. or something that accelerates your your progression in the game like what we're seeing in shadow of war or whatever mm-hmm. And I feel like people people take umbrage with this with the latter because it's like it, it's because it, it's I don't know I feel like for like me I have, I have like I don't want to sound like an elitist or whatever but it's like I feel like if you want to get through a game you should be good enough to get through a game you shouldn't like the game you should shouldn't have the option to just be like oh yeah here's like an extra twenty bucks now I'm the man at this game you know oh, what why I mean? why like why why is that a big deal it's, it's it shouldn't be and, and I think you're right it shouldn't be a big deal but it's like I I think it's for a big me, deal when you're playing like, a PvP game oh sure right but in like in Shadow a, of in War, a single yeah. player yeah. game I don't, right player game I'd let them do whatever they want I guess I so I you want to throw your money at this problem throw your money at this it, problem it just, it, it, it just irks me a little bit I, I feel like it, it like it like uglies the medium a little so, bit you know it's just giving people the option you don't have to do it I was gonna say <laughs> Metroid Samus Returns right why what was the big hubbub about buying these uh these uh, amiibos in order to unlock other things was it simply just because these amiibos are going to get really hard to find therefore you can't play these games anymore well i feel like people were pissed off about that because it it was like i think people would consider what the amiibos offered as significant content in the form of a uh a completely separate difficulty mode was only available via that thing. Right. So it's like so you then, could you could play on like easy and normal, but if you wanted to play hard, you needed to buy the amiibo. So you know what I'm saying? The question then it becomes 
like are you unlocking a section of the game that should have been rightfully yours to begin with or is it that you buy amiibo in order to get the chance to like you get to play this because you bought the amiibo is the amiibo first in that line of honestly i kind of i kind of think you get to you know? play it right I, 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 you know it's like I think you know it's like they're the going case, back in... the difference between like buying a part of the game that should have been yours already versus buying something and there's an added bonus where you but if there was something. no microtransactions that probably wouldn't exist yeah so that's how i think dlcs and stuff if they're not free I, I think they probably wouldn't exist unless you give them more money because they have to pay coders to make them but then you talk about like uh dlc that are free that just have continuous support for the next few months. You know? Hashtag Witcher Three. Hashtag yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, Witcher Three is the the, but... the outlier here. Were we saying Alex? There? They're just too good um, for their own good. It's not their responsibility nice. to give you stuff for free. <laughs> they have sweet in their name. It's their responsibility to make money. It's hard to fault companies for making money. Yeah. So I just think there's like a lot of different points going on here. You know, like first we started talking about. You know, is this gambling? That's what the whole thing right. started out as. And then we started talking about why they demonize microtransactions. Like why they demonize microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Dave's point here, you know, they prey on the patience and the design of these systems. It's to make you frustrated with the grind, to make you that you know, good. to make you buy these things. But that that yeah. that's even another argument. That's you know, that they're infinite warfare. That they're designing these games to right. like attract like for not force, but like imp- you should be buying these things if you want to continue right. playing. Right. These are all kind of different arguments. And they don't necessarily lead to the gambling thing. It's just That's it feels yeah. shitty, and people are mad about it. Hmm. And are I, people really mad about loot boxes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, oh. Spookmaster Spook brings up a good it. point where he says, um, you know, in, in card games, microtransactions like buying packs and stuff is a given, and. Uh, I feel like part of me, like, like, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of like what that medium is. Um, one of the points that, Alex, you even brought up before was that, like, some people believe that in, let's say, a card game where, you know, you're buying a pack or whatever, all of those things still have inherent value. Right. Like, you can resell cards, but in microtransactions, you're just fucked. So, you know what I mean? Like, if oh, you... Okay. if uh, So, w- when we were talking about this earlier, the example that I gave was Overwatch, where it's like, if you're playing Overwatch and I get a Torbjorn skin that I'm never... Like, and I never play Torbjorn that is straight up useless to me and I can't do anything with that period um, I mean, and that sucks you know yeah. what I mean but the because that, that you could have in... been a diva skin that I really yeah wanted. but that's just because it's, just because it's like it has no value to you doesn't mean it has no value maybe yeah. somebody wanted that it's like that's what they mean like it's not gambling because you're getting something just because it's not something you want it it doesn't make it invaluable right well no that it's, yeah. it's all dependent on the person right so like yeah. if they value it versus if they don't value it however the moment that you add in the idea of transactions like not transactions trading right then it becomes valuable to you because you know somebody out there will want it therefore because it's a it's a greater value to them therefore you so, can trade so now actually so like this, this dovetails really nicely into what uh what james and yoda are talking about now which is like the csgo thing where it's like that stuff when you then take the like loot box system and let's say you get valuable things and then you're going on to like lottery services and, yeah. and, and yeah. other gambling services I mean, that's that, it. that totally like yeah. fucks I mean, up this so rocket, whole yeah. rocket league has a thing called like rocket league garage where you can go in and you can see who has your thing so, and then you can buy it directly off of them or like trade them rocket league is super interesting because there are they have kind of their own economy system there like there's no you bought you pay one dollar for a key and then you unlock the crate with the key, right. right? So you can't just say like, "Hey, Justin, I want those wheels." Like, I'll just, I'll give you money for it, or you can't. Like, right. there's no transaction like that. But there are, 
you, when you go online, you can see that there's kind of this value system based right. on keys. So you know that those wheels that you just got are worth like weirdly, 25 keys. Right. Weirdly, yeah, actually. Weirdly enough, I I don't know for certain, but I feel like there's a way that you can like trade something to something for some actual like cash value. But because I know you on that garage site, you can actually like, buy something. Oh, I mean, maybe I know there's a lot of third yeah, party like sites. A third party thing, I mean, yeah. we used to do MapleStory. Uh, what was it called? The third party website. Oh, Basil Market. Yeah, Basil yeah. Market. Yeah. Oh, so Basil Market. There's, I think there's always value to it. It's not the same as like yeah. having a card or having a shitty little toy yeah. that you get out of you know one of those turning. What mm-hmm. are those called? Uh, capsule machines. Capsule Gumball machines. Those are exactly yeah. machines, called, yeah. but yeah. In Japan, um, they're because, all over, and they all that, have amazing toys. That's like or the like same thing. Those like mystery boxes that you get. That's like here's a mystery figure from Rick and Morty. Or like no Wonder Balls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh What's in a Wonder Ball? Yeah, but did anybody ever get a Wonder Ball? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I British, one. so I, I, had, had I had Kinder eggs. Wow. Because no. wow. All right, never mind. Anyway. So it's just like what I guess it's like what's the end result of this? Everyone's mad. I mean, I'm mad. You know, you don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to see I, microtransactions. But here, here's the thing. I think the problem well, is I'm now, and the I'm reason why people are so really pissed off is because so many AAA companies have done this yeah. successfully that they're not going away, and that sucks. Because I feel like people. But does it suck? Uh, well, well, here's the thing. I think a lot why? of people, myself included, think about games back in the day. Like when you bought a game on N64, it's like you go out, you spend your sixty bucks. Bam, you have the whole game. And every costume or extra level or fucking character that you unlock was already there and like you could do it and it was part of the but experience. Questions. But what if, if you, had, you could on, give wait, them an extra ten dollars? If you had Mario sixty four, right? If you had Mario sixty four and say there was a DLC that you could buy that opens it up to being online multiplayer. That would be dope, right? But here's yeah. the thing. I, I think the argument that a lot of people have is, well, if you've developed that for it already, why isn't it just part of the or game? Or is it just Because you know, maybe you're developing it only on the premise that the we need more money. Well, of see, the original. Th- yeah. This is where... Yes, we're gaining this, more money, but we have to put more money into it to develop more. it's a product of modern games, because they have the luxury of doing that now. Yeah. Or, this basically all became like started because of being right. able to patch games but, and yeah. do things then, like that, you know? getting completely off topic, is that bet? You know, now we're getting into DLC and whether or not DLC is bad. I mean, it, it just changes. It just changes. Like it fundamentally changes your experience. Yeah. I know for myself, like if I'm playing a game, especially something that I'm trying to be immersed in right. and like, and it somehow like puts me into a situation where I'm looking at dollar signs and stuff. It totally fucks me up. You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, it, that's not, yeah, I'm buying shit in Zenny. That's not a talking about US dollars here. I think it's also messed up. If you look at cases, like, I don't know if you guys have looked into Forza seven at all, but that is an extremely whack process. I did hear about that. Yeah. So yeah, their, their entire game is tell me it's all micro. You got to well, buy the car. Well, here's the US thing. Every car. It, it, you want that Porsche? I, the long and the short of it is, and, and just to give you, $3. like, I don't, I don't know exactly all the details for this, but the long and the short of what I understand is in order to progress in the game, like previously in like a Gran Turismo or any other Forza game, you could buy any class of car provided you had had enough money for it, right? But in Forza 7, you actually have to progress through classes of licenses before you can even access the cool cars. So like before you have, you can get a Porsche, you have to race with fucking like bugs and stuff. Right. Ford focuses. Yeah. (laughs) But in this one, it's like instead of just completing 
the races, you have to own every car in that class before the next class is even what? available to what? you. They're just and slowing the, down and, gameplay. And the only way that you get those is by accruing in-game currency that, yeah, yeah, that, you... that accrues incredibly slowly. And then you use that currency to buy packs that randomly give you cars. Oh, that's wow, fucked up. And that's then, awful. And then you can pay even more money to accelerate your ability to gain credits in the game, but it's timed. So, like, you pay $10 and you have, like, two weeks worth of accelerated accrual. Wow. And then it's yeah. gone and then you have to buy it again. This is the mobile pa- game. Papa hey, Chow, yeah. Papa Chow, if you're listening to this podcast, we're getting you Project Cars 2. We're not getting you Forza 7. <laughs> Fuck that game. Project Cars 2. But that, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, that's when that's the, the microtransaction where... model has literally influenced the way that the game is made. It's hindering as opposed to, like, you know? adding something extra. Totally. It's making it more and difficult. I think that's what, like, the, the, the torchbearers for this, like, anti-microtransactions, like, initial are saying is basically like if we let this go too far it's going to fuck up games it's going to do this more often yeah you know but what I'm then saying? people will stop buying those games but I mean, but how it's, well did that game like, sell? Would, it, would people consider it profitable to even make normal games anymore? What if what if it was something like like Infamous, right? That's the next Infamous too. game, they say you literally can't even be playing the game unless you pay five dollars every that's time you turn the game point, on. Actually, I would not buy the game. The but this like, is what I'm saying. But what if that's what games are? What if the they cost. what if they say? What if the people who make the game say that is the only financially sustainable way we can make this game? Honestly, I, I, that's what even if, did? even if that happens, even if that happens, AAA games, I think. I would think people would bail. I would think, yeah, I mean, I, you know, people would. I, I think that's no, why, like, just, indie, just, I feel like indie fair, games have like. Come I know up. I'm giving you the most extreme examples no, yeah. of something like this, I mean, but yeah. I think Pe- this is the fear. People, I mean, people com- used to complain. And I know they still do, but when DLC first came around and it was really, it got kind of bad. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you kind of get used to that because yeah. you still got your game. And it honestly is sort of like loot boxes and a lot of the games that we have now, you can ignore most of that. You don't have to spend more than $60 if you don't want to. I know there's more content there, right. but there is still a game there that you can play. The problem is $60. when they yeah. they purposely make the $60 game that you buy less good because yeah. they want you to buy it. Of course. It. If you spend $60, you better get $6 yeah. for but, content. If you spend more, right. then that's right. more. I think there's still that's value in that. Be. More yeah. is always better. But is it more always better when the thing that you bought originally was less? Yeah. But I think there's still but value in that core game. But if we do what Skirbo, or if they do what Skirbo just said, you know, and they kind of change that core, then people will be like, fuck this. Like, the, yeah. I, I think yeah. at that point, you I know. I think it'll be all out anarchy. <laughs> people just go to the competitors, just like you said. Like, I mean, it, it's kind of a free market approach there. But. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, James Poopy Brian uh, brings up a great <laughs> point. He got really angry at Breath of the Wild because hard mode should have been in the base game, and I absolutely agree with that. Although, I love Breath of the Wild. Hard mode should have been automatically kind of, like, placed in that game. Totally. That was agree. a weird thing to give as, like, a DLC pack one, you know? That yeah. was a weird thing. Um, yeah, that's true. I was going to say something really, really good and impactful, but I totally I, forgot what I was going to talk about. I Thank sort you. of, I, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I sort of didn't understand what all of the anger. There was so much anger towards Evolve, and they had all that DLC. Oh yeah, but that was all of that DLC was 100 percent cosmetic. I'm pretty sure that that game did not fail because of no, no, no. I know, but DLC. but when that all came out, that was a big controversy. Wonder, not not whether well, the game was good or not. I think people were just pissed about it because it's like, is us buying the game? not enough 
Like I, th- I think that's yeah. that's what people's question was. Wait, you know I what I mean? Question. But you don't have to buy it. Why did why did people stop playing Evolve? Was it only because of the microtransactions? No, 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 no. I think, I think because the, the game had yeah. other problems. Like, but what the game I'm had... thinking about is like literally you have two. Well, I've not thought about this until just now. Literally, it's a really hard balance between the person that you're fighting and the people that you're fighting with, right? If you're part of the team that's taking on the the monster, you could you could be the best team, and all you got to do is do the one thing that's proven to work all the time against the monster. And then as a monster by yourself, there's like a completely different aspect. You have to like research on how to be a better monster in order to like, no, right. Well, no, and the, then like, the, the game, question, the game like, had people, a little, well, that's why good f- monsters. So that's the, why it failed. Yeah. yeah the, right? game, the game had a lot of the two parties being really good. Well, here's the thing. And it's like, what if you only like playing one class now you've, you've ostensibly like closed yourself out from like, most of the matchmaking the that you game. could possibly have yeah. because and what if other people want to play that class and then it's like half the game is literally just chasing a monster around in circles and it's mm. like well anyway but I'm the, not talking about why it failed yeah. I'm just talking about <laughs> I, know, just, pe- I think people that. were yeah, pissed off because they came from the perspective of and, is $60 not enough like, and, and if, Dave if you did, came preloaded yeah. if the game launched with 300 plus dollars worth of DLC for it like it, it's almost like really yeah, yeah. like really like you I, know yeah, it, it's just you know we again. So a, we, is that a marketing problem then? I think it was a, a real faux pas in their marketing yeah. department. I think even if they didn't launch faux with pas. that DLC <laughs> and they waited <laughs> and they waited like a couple of a couple of months to start rolling it out rather than bring it out and saying, "Hey guys, we're also ready to take more money yeah, right yeah. now." Yeah, like Dave's saying, they built. I think, pretty much built the game from the ground up to support dlc yeah uh yeah. and then like he was saying too they announced that even before the game came out that's and, and that's, that's why a lot of people turned on like payday 2 and stuff and payday, yeah so here's well, what it comes to became a pay to pay to win model yeah pay to be yeah. better yeah. so here's what it comes down to at the end of the day like we're all we all don't like this but like what what do we do about it like what can we really do about it for me it's like i mean my i think truly the only defense that consumers have in this kind of situation is like voting with your wallet kind of deal you know what i mean like don't buy crappy games well or or games that like truly like have that kind of model to it like like if you're really starkly opposed to this just don't buy a game like forza 7 you know what i mean yeah. like just don't do that i mean i think know? when did any of us when payday 2 yeah, exactly. started doing all that shit i i think it really went downhill like after yeah. that it's player base oh, really they explicitly said that they would never implement a model where you would have to pay additional money to become better and then not more than like a year later they implement that exactly they were like yeah. and then their entire community left them Right, like one fell swoop. Yeah, we you know sales are decided by consumers. So yeah. if consumers don't buy yeah. it, then but it will die. Interesting. Sorry, I was going to say, like in MMOs, yeah. like you saw the change over the years. At one point, the industry was like every MMO is fifteen dollars a month. Like mm-hmm. there's no getting around it. That's just the way the industry is, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And slowly over time, the games became more free to play. Wars was like, nah. And you know what? Play. You just buy the game and but, you're good to play. But we loved it, right? Yeah. We like when MapleStory came out. It was free, yeah. and you had all these free things. You know why they was free? Because of microtransactions. Because you would have mm-hmm. to pay for glasses that expire in three months, and then pay for it again. Sorry. Yes, that Final, was annoying. That was I mean, that was the early days. <laughs> Sorry, nobody else. Um, yeah, okay. Final Fantasy fourteen is only $10 a month, and it is great. Yeah. See, well, the, so the per-month model. Is, there, is a, there is a distinct benefit to the per-month model only because they know how much money they're going to have next month, which means that they know how much uh, work and focus and effort mm-hmm. they need to put in for XYZ and how much they would need to pay for that. 
True. Whereas like a Guild Wars model, the difficulty is like, okay, so we sold this many things. We have this much, uh, much money to play with. And with this, the cash shop items and stuff, we have an expected potential to get to this. What yeah, I mean, with a with continuous like online game, how else do you keep improving it if you don't have microtransactions or if it's not... Well, so you, start, ju- you have the pay, yeah, yeah, pay to play. Yeah, yeah you got to have some way. Right? Yeah. yeah, you got to have some money coming in. To yeah, a compu- it, yeah. it's clear that consumers like that model better yeah. though these days. The free to play. It's weird mm. in an MMO that's like acceptable, right? But then if you talk about like a game that you're paying sixty dollars for to begin with, like a like a Destiny, it's like a it's like a weird. It depends it's on like, how- why do I get angry when I go to the Eververse to see what my bright thing is because I always want to buy additional stuff. I guess it sort of depends on how well, they do it. And too. you're like, Activision is just trying to get me to pay more. I don't know. It's never bothered me. It's if they throw it in your face, you know. Yeah. If it's like right there all the time, and you you're forced to see it, I think that's when people really get annoyed about it. I mean, with Guild Wars though, they have announcements, right? Rocket League has the same thing, announcements, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. But the other thing that I wanted to mention too was like the reason why I think the industry is moving in this direction is only because the cost of creating good games has gone up so much while the baseline of selling that game at it's always been $60. I don't know about all that. It's like you're getting this much money per game, but the cost is just getting higher to get it onto the Xbox One and play it at 4K and to develop it for this or develop it for multiple platforms. Yeah. I think the solve for this is now. everyone should Times get on. Changing. Everyone should just get on Best Buy Gamers Club and get all their games twenty percent off. It's pretty great. It's pretty that's, great. That's what I do. Are <laughs> they paying us for that? <laughs> nope. But I would totally show for them because that shit is the bomb. Mm. Um, that's why I pre-ordered Shadow of Mordor to get my extra Shadow points. of Mordor. There you go. Mordor. Yeah, this just all kind of sucks because there's, there's really nowhere to go. Yeah, there's Mordor. really there's really no <laughs> beneficial answer to this. You know what? If you don't like it, don't buy it. <laughs> that's pretty much what it comes down to. Right. What do you say we get into a quick trivia game before we give away our game of the podcast Ooh. and close us out? Like no. Yeah. You guys like that? Anybody no. in the audience, too, feel <laughs> yes. free to shout out all 100% the others. 100% I am going to lose it. this trivia game. I will make sure Liz loses. Yeah. I'm, I am pretty excited about it. You guys going to ask, like, old-ass oh, I didn't, Nintendo I didn't get to tell you guys I'm, why my 4K TV yet. situation is so annoying. Why, 30 why seconds, go. 30 seconds? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on the clock. Because okay. apparently when you're dealing with 4K TVs, uh, input latency on TVs becomes right. a very important thing. Because they're so, up so many mm-hmm. pixels. Well, that's time. what it is. So certain TVs introduce a hefty amount of input latency up and over half a full second is of delay. Like pay attention to the refresh rate so the refresh rate almost has nothing to do with it most people are fooled because they say oh this tv is 240 or it's 1200 hertz or whatever it's all (laughs) bullshit um truly what it comes down to is you have to find a tv that has a good refresh rate in whatever settings that you have and my current tv has a fucking awesome refresh rate but not when hdr is on which is fucked up no that is fucked up but but in in the class it is the best tv that you can get for this refresh 30 seconds up 30 seconds done (laughs) 4K is fucked up. (laughs) It's not quite there yet. Okay, everybody, we are about to play a sweet game of trivia. I am going to go through 10 questions. This is general gaming knowledge about certain games, consoles, uh, expense, stuff like that. Okay? So, like how much games cost and things like that. Um, So, I'm going to go through these questions. I'll read out each one. Remember, 10 questions total. Miles Prowler. Prowler. (laughs) No. I think it's incorrect. I think Um, it is Prowler, right? So, no, I thought it was Prowler. I'm Prowler. I think it's Prowler. By the way, so uh, we used to do trivia games between all of us before, and the reason why somebody's shouting out Miles Prower is because one of the questions was, what is Tails in Sonic the Hedgehog? What is his full name? And it's actually uh, Miles 
Tails Prower, and his name is actually Miles Prower. But I don't know if there's an L in it. I don't know either. There's but it's not, supposed to be miles per hour. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Which is, oh, which is. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I love telling that to people because then that, like, their mind blows. Like, why is his name Miles? Miles Prower. Power. All about the How speed. About what? All right. So the way that we're gonna do Noel. this, everybody, Googled. is it is a pun. Okay. I'm going to read out a question. I will Yo, give everybody exactly ten seconds to think of their answer, and then I will pull Discord and each of you all. Okay. Wait, At the same that? time. No, I'll just be like, what does Discord say? They say this. What does Chow say? What if we just all agree on our own answer? Okay, that's fine. Okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. The first question is about video game consoles. Oh, damn it. Are you guys ready? I have some. I am too young for this. Here we go. (laughs) What is the best-selling video game console of all time? Uh, The Xbox. This is obviously does not include handhelds. Uh, The Xbox, the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation 2, or the Dreamcast? PlayStation 2. Dreamcast. PlayStation 2. <laughs> Obviously Dreamcast. No, 100%. I know this one. It's the PlayStation 2 because I think, I think PlayStation it had a DVD player in it. Oh, damn. Dropping dollars. I know. I, I, I Guys, I said I was going to lose. I actually don't yeah. think. I think it's just the best-selling console because it was just because the longest-last thing. It has nothing to do with because the DVD player. Because, because so calm, too, guys. Uh, it, it is the PlayStation 2. <laughs> I'm so happy. I've never even heard of the <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. All right. Guys, I'm so pleased with myself. I can, I can get the rest of them wrong. I don't care. Yo, right. Jet Set I knew, Radio. I that one. Okay, Yoda just said, oh no, you must have never heard of Jet Set Radio before. Oh, uh, dude. A great game. Best, like, literally just go on YouTube right now and type, in, Je- and type in Jet Set Radio OST <laughs> and really enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> okay. Just get undressed. Dress Turn all the lights off. Next, put the sweat jams on. Put the candles. Next question. <laughs> what was the highest rated game? In 2011, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ready? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we choices. Okay, yeah. you get, right. I'm giving you choices. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, Pokemon White. No. NBA 2K11. Call of Duty Black Ops or no, Just Dance bad. 2. Ooh. Wow. It's Call of Duty. No, Call of Duty. Black Ops got bad ratings. I thought. I thought yeah. I don't think it I matters. It's, not that it's either. I think it's either Call of Duty or Black Ops. I'm going go I'm I'm, I'm with Just Dance. <laughs> I'm going with Just Dance. I don't know. I'm I kind of. What was? Okay. I'm gonna say right, NBA. So they're saying Just Dance. So Discord just says Just Dance. What do you guys say? I'm going with Call of Duty. I'm saying NBA. Okay. Nobody likes NBA. The answer is Call of Duty Black. That was the highest selling game two back two. in the day for like years. Okay. That was highest rated. I didn't think it was the highest rated game. Question number no, he said, three. Question number three. I thought he said sold. Wait, was it the highest rated game or the highest selling game? I thought he said highest rating. Yeah. I selling. I thought it was rating. Oh, well, terrible question. Are you going to answer? Wait, 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 was it, was it, what? Highest rated. Yeah. Highest rated. Oh, wow. So I lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was good. I have Black Ops in its shrink wrap. Right there. I uh, I am. Doesn't matter. I'm still right. uh, (laughs) Okay. Dude. Next question. Okay. What (laughs) franchise uh, is the most successful video game series selling over 225 million games? Mario. Man. uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. (laughs) uh, Or Call of Duty Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, the Madden series or the Mario series? This is like those Madden. SAT questions when there's two of the same one. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely saying Call of Duty. What was uh, B? 
it's Black Ops, Modern Warfare, that Warfare. One. Madden, <laughs> that one. Madden or Mario. No, I don't think it's Mario because there, uh, at one point... Entire Duty, series. Yeah, the entire right? Entire series of oh, games. I'm going Mario. It's either I'm Modern going, Warfare or Madden. 225 million games across Madden. an entire series. All I remember series. is that one of the Call of Duty games got the highest selling game of all time. Okay, final answers, final answers. Madden. Madden. Or Mario? NBA Jam. Madden. Yes. Madden. Mario. Madden. And Discord says because you wouldn't have I Call see, of Duty uh, two answers see, in a row. I see, I see Mario. Mario and no way it's Duty. Madden. Call of Duty. The correct answer is Mario. There you oh. go. <laughs> Fuck you. Cracker. <laughs> Spookmaster Yoda, you know what's up. All right. All right. Hang on. Thirty-three percent. Okay. Here we go. Overrated. This one will be. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays Mario anymore? The blank was the first video game console to provide full HD support. The Nintendo 64, the PlayStation 2, the original Xbox, the Wii, or the Sega Dreamcast. It's definitely N64. Definitely not. Dreamcast. <laughs> Dreamcast. You said Dreamcast? Dreamcast? Yeah. Give us a little, give us a little I know scroll. the answer, and I can't I would think Xbox, I yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's like full support. <laughs> I think I like uh, yeah, key. I think full. Think about full, no wait. What is it? It's think, full wait, HD. Sh- wait, first HD. They didn't have HDMI's back then. Think yeah. of the first time you ever saw six cords coming out of a system. Time's about up. Full HD, not three D, right? Six HD. weird cords to the like the light green, final and answers, weird blue. Final answers. I already, I already know the answer. He's okay. He knows the answer. What do you guys? You said HD, right? HD, full HD TV support. Oh, well, Xbox. Okay. Yeah, I say Xbox. The correct answer is Xbox. It is yeah. very, very nice. I'm like very not nice. hearing these questions for some reason. I'm like hearing. I like, to yeah. ask your people. Wait, what? Time. Yeah, what console works on a TV. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I heard 3D. I was like Dreamcast. Okay, absolutely Dreamcast. I know you said it so confidently. I was yeah. like, "What are you talking okay, about?" Okay, so here, here's I, an interesting I, one. Here's I got back to it. I'm, 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 I'm here. Here's an interesting one. I'm ready. And interesting because it alludes to the uh, the game that we're giving out after this game. What was the most expensive video game ever made with unofficial estimates saying that it costed over $500 million to make? What? Halo 2. It's a country GDP. Halo 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, Star Wars The Old Republic. That's a theme here. (laughs) Star Wars The Old Republic or Borderlands 2. Well. The most expensive game. That's not fair because I think... Well, we know what the answer is now. Yeah, Do because, you know what the answer is? Because you prefaced with this ties perfectly <laughs> to the game. No, no, no. I said, well, I said one of the answers is a game that we're giving away. Uh, oh, okay. Well, then it makes it better. Call of Duty? So it's not Borderlands. Same Call Unless of Duty. Unless it is. Okay. I picked so, Borderlands. It's obviously no, not Borderlands. Borderlands. No, it's obviously not Borderlands, yeah. What are you guys saying? Halo 2. Halo Call 2? Duty. The answer is Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh! Oh, you you all fucking me. Trash. <laughs> all right, how many do we do? One, two, three, four, five. Good job, Yoda. Six. <laughs> Yoda's so smart. Okay. Why can't we be as smart as Yoda? <laughs> of course Yoda got that right. Okay. How many are we doing? We're doing ten? Okay, ready? At launch, what was the most expensive video game console of all time? The Neo Geo. Mind you, this thing was made like a few years ago, so okay. don't include the current generation of consoles, okay? The Neo Geo, the like PlayStation, PlayStation 3, uh, something called the Evo Smart Console, or, <laughs> the, probably the, or the Sega Saturn. Wait, are we also taking Sega into Saturn. consideration inflation? 
No, what the fuck? Oh, no, okay. no. I had no, PS3. At, at PS3. Yeah, PS3. 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 Six hundred. Everyone knew it was six hundred dollars, right? Yeah. 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 Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" What is? Uh, anyway. What does chat say? PS3. PS3. with us. Atari inflation is real. All right. The correct answer is. The Neo Geo. Oh my god! Oh, no, Jay was the only Neo one that got right. Neo Geo was part of the fourth generation of consoles, uh, product of the Japan company SNK, released in 1990, and it carried a price tag of six hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! Oh, wow. Beat it by six fifty dollars. So it was like you know, sell this for six hundred bucks. They were like, "Well, the yeah. Neo Geo did it." Well, the Neo Geo is only six SNK. That's unbelievable. That's pretty crazy, right? What? Yeah, that's like, what is that? When did the Neo Geo come out? 1990. So 1990. In 1990, it was $650. $650 had to have been upwards of like $1,000. Right. Maybe that's not true. That's a little bit more than Maybe that's not true. I just wanted to make a point. <laughs> okay, again. So I've <laughs> got another question for you. Now, again, this this question answer is like circa 2011. So like, you know, follow me. Um, which of these games sold 6.5 million copies in its first 24 hours and was considered at the time the biggest entertainment launch of all time? Uh, GTA 5. Just Dance 2. Yep. Just Dance 2. <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry 3. Assassin's Creed 2. Modern Warfare 3. Or Pokemon White. I'm sticking with my Just Dance theme modern warfare did really well skyrim <laughs> what is yeah what does yoda say we need yoda more recent questions yeah well no, this uh, is good because it's, old. it's like <laughs> i know but they're all if they're all from like what zelda game came out in 2017 right. so, can we repeat it real quick what game sold 6.5 which of these games i'll try to make this as as you know timely as possible which of these games sold 6.5 million copies within its first 24 hours making it at the time the biggest entertainment launch of all time see just dance 2 far cry 3 assassin's creed 2 modern warfare 3 or pokemon white i believe a lot of people want to dance but don't have the outlet to dance therefore just dance 2 is my answer Good one. Okay. Final answer, this Justin. Far Cry, answer. Assassin's Creed. Can I buy a vowel? Final answer. Modern. Modern Warfare. Family. Assassin's Creed. The answer is Modern Warfare Three. Boom. Yeah. Fuck there all it is. that shit. That was such a lame high five. That was <laughs> the lamest high five I've ever had. Why would you go in from that? Because angle? the microphone's in my way. I couldn't get well, to you. It's not my problem. One of these. No, it's I did over. this. Oh, you. And I thought okay. he was gonna like smack it. So I, I was just, down here. These fingers were separated. First of all, separate fingers. That was you. on top. You separated them with your terrible slap. That's not true. That See, you can do it fine from that angle. Okay, so th- this is a pretty said. easy one. This is a pretty wow. easy one, but I'll, I'll let it roll. Just this is literally what she says. She just said that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> this is an easy one, and it'll be our last one. Okay. Modern Warfare. Also, <laughs> Call of Duty also, Black Ops. Black also Warfare. called Wait. the Mega Drive, this console was released in 1998 and hosted one of the most popular video game characters of all time. Sonic? I'm not even going to say it one more time. Also known as the Mega Drive, this console was released in 1998 and was home to one of the most popular video game characters of all time. E.T. The Atari. How Done. old were we in 1998? I was Ten. seven. And 64 came out. <laughs> Probably 64. Do we have a multiple choice here? I got N64. I'm not going to because oh, okay. this is too easy. And 64 came out when I was nine, so I'm going to say repeat N64. repeat the question one and more And the lovable time. character is Mario. Right I wasn't really paying attention. Also called the Mega Drive, this Wait, start over. I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> in 1998 and was home Mega to Drive, one though. of the most popular video game characters of all time. I don't know it's any either, other It's either Nintendo or Sega. And it is. Chat right now is blowing up about Sega. 
And I'm going N64. Very, it I is mean, the Sega Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, yes. there you go. Sorry. Correct, everybody. Well Sega done. Genesis. Discord, you guys very did nice, a great you guys. job. Very so, nice. So Discord did a really good job with it. Yeah, they basically the crushed every single question. You guys we were kind of all over the place. Not. <laughs> I mean, unless you you had a very good chance of answering it correctly if you answered modern, modern warfare or fucking call of duty. Wait, of Genesis? Them. Did Genesis come out ninety eight? That was its first no. launch. According to this thing, really? that's what it said. Oh wait, I was pretty. I, was pretty I believe strong. the Mega Drive was the European version, so it may have come out late. Actually, no, that can't be right I mean, because like the N sixty four came out in nineteen ninety six. Yo, I got it. Recount. This was I'm a, on it. This was a broke <laughs> guys, ass trivia have, thing that I we found. We have a new so. console. We want to appeal to gamers, kids. What do we call it? The Mega Drive. <laughs> yeah, one, one console came out in 98. How about, let's look that up. Uh, didn't anyone yeah, on 19, Discord? Oh, 1988. Yeah, no, you yeah, that's not yeah this, right. this ain't right. Yeah. I was about to say, because like 1988 was about the time when like GameCube yeah. was just about to come out. There's no way Genesis. Okay, so N64 so was, was 96. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So what that makes more sense. Was Dreamcast. Was there I mean, anything Dreamcast. in 98? Was, is this like a European survey? No, I think, <laughs> it, I think it's just a typo. I think it's supposed to be 88. Yeah, it came out in I, I think it was supposed to be eighty-eight. Yeah, sorry guys, but you know, <laughs> Mega Drive is totally fine. All right, sixty-four so, was closest. I'm taking that one. As <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> as we wrap up this podcast, what do you say we give away a free game? Well, let's do it. All right, who wants all, to read it? All of you wonderful people, who wants to read it? Liz, you haven't been here in a while. Why don't you read so it? So wait, before we read, I will it, read it, let's tell them what game they're going to get. Yeah, somebody explain. Which the is game. so we're giving away. Um, well, actually, Humble Bundle has a great bundle going on oh, right yeah. now. So if you don't get this, you can also get it just for five bucks with a bunch of other awesome fucking DLC and upgrade packs. Oh, yes. But the game we're giving away tonight is Borderlands, the Game of the Year edition. The Game of the Year edition of the and original Borderlands. If you haven't heard of Borderlands... On PC. This is on a, PC. Guys, we've been giving out some really good games lately. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. I don't have Borderlands. Borderlands... Well, so... I mean, if we have uh, plenty of these. I'm just, <laughs> Borderlands... Huh? I'm pasting the code in here right now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, don't paste it. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> don't put it in Discord. So basically, if you haven't heard of Borderlands, you definitely should. It's the closest thing to like it was like Destiny before Destiny, right? It was like you had a bunch of different classes. It's a first-person shooter, and it's all based on loot. And at the same time, when you're going through all these different quests, there is a town you could buy new stuff, and each of the classes have their own specialties, their own skill trees. Oh no! And it's all first-person shooter, and it's ha- it happens in this post-apocalyptic era where the story doesn't really matter, but it's actually kind of funny and humorous, and it's pretty good. The humor is great in that game. Um, so if you have Steam, get ready for the code, and uh, if you haven't played Borderlands 1, you should definitely play that. Borderlands 2 was also great, which we'll yeah. be giving away eventually. Yeah, we'll we probably give that away like next too. week. But for this week, it is Borderlands Game of the Year Edition on Steam. If you're at your computer, go to games, go to activate a code, and get ready to type this code in right now. Go ahead, Liz. Take us away. All right. Here is the code. It is G as in George, 79WG, again, 2KXAE as in Elizabeth. Nice. Three (laughs) B as in boy, A39. Nice. It's weird. Why did you you pick very specific letters to do the? <laughs> because they sound like other letters, like G B E. But what about A? A sounds like A does not sound like anything except for K. Oh my God, but what, it's K. What you, you, right you, can, you can easily tell the difference. B is in boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Because so, yeah, anything that has an E sound, you, you G say. as in Jeb. 
Yes. Anybody, I could not come up with something for G. Whoever got this game, I hope you enjoy yourselves. Borderlands is quite a fun game. Uh, definitely just a good It thing is to, also a multiplayer, so you don't have to play with yourself. I also uh, like that it's just kind of like... <laughs> it's just kind of one of those games where you can G play and just sort of like watching it I would in the not background. Have you know, you got something rolling on Netflix on the yeah. other screen. I love Borderlands. Borderlands is a great uh, game. I so fell good. off the radar with like the second and like the, two, yeah, the two nine was, other ones they did. Two is like one of the best games I've ever played. Ever. I loved... I just... I loved the original. I played yeah. with some... played with my friends and it was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, man. And it's, if you've gotten that code, make sure to hit us up on Discord or... They're giving me all these ideas of what I should have said for G except for George and there's so much better and i can tell you the only thing i thought of was g is in god and that's oh it. no that's yeah. uh, that all i could think of if you want to be on do you want to say this part if you want to be on this podcast live and get your first pick of the uh awesome codes that we give away on every podcast you can join us at discord.gg slash tzr talk to us we imp- we talk with the audience and the audience joins us in the uh in the fun games so uh the fun yeah, games. Win, win some uh, not the not the lame games. Win some games. <laughs> talk to us. Hang out with us and uh, win games. some games. Yes. <laughs> no. Come join us. Solid games lately. Join us on Discord.gg slash tzr every Tuesday at eight p.m. Tuesday. Wednesday at eight p.m. <laughs> to it's only about hundred. I'm drunk. No, I'm just um. Yeah. No. Please join us. Come hang out. Win some free games. Have a good time. It's always fun, guys. It has been a pretty real episode 100 of the podcast. And before before we go out, I want to let our listeners know that we have amazing plans coming up for the podcast soon. We've got there's going to be a few changes happening. We're going to have some nice new guests on next week. We actually have uh, we're in the process of locking down one of our good friends. Uh, his name is Ryan Ike. He is a composer for many indie games such as uh, West, West of, of the Loathing. West of Loathing coming from the company that made Kingdom of Loathing. Yeah, and uh, where water tastes like wine. So he will. Uh, he will be well we're doing our best to lock him down for next week uh and we'll have a bunch of other new guests on the way uh indali would like to let us know or wanted us to let you guys know that extra life will be coming up in november so if you want to check out your calendars on november 18th we'll be doing a week after yeah so uh november 18th is the day that we're getting together to do it we'll be doing a uh 24 hour live stream uh on that day as close to 24 hours as we could possibly get uh live stream just playing games all day it's gonna be pretty uh pretty sick um so join us there uh if you don't already follow us on youtube you should jump on youtube.com slash the zero review and subscribe to us there and uh is there anything else did i forget anything else um no i think that's it Oh, oh the last thing yes so to play us out because like I said, there's some changes coming to the podcast, uh, first of which is going to be a new theme song yeah. that will be introducing <laughs> the podcast every single week. We have a friend. But Justin, I fear change. Have I heard those? <laughs> you have yeah, heard this. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And I have, uh, we have a friend who's actually in the room right now who's going to play it off and sing it for us. <laughs> but that's not, it's coming soon. Yes. I am? So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll give you a, uh, we're, yeah, <laughs> it's there. Stop drinking so much, Justin. I'm sorry. We are going to play that song for you guys right now. I hope you enjoy our new theme song, and we will see you on next week's podcast. Thank you, Justin. See you, Thank you next Alex. Bye. Thank, Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Thank you Justin. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the chat. Dave and Dolly, James, uh, Spookmaster Yoda, Toucan. You guys are all awesome. Love you very much, and we will see you on the next one. Alex, sing it. Brown. Cheetah, pick the sheet up.
Yeah.